Assalamu alaikum ya asadaka. Kaifa ahalakum anabahaya wa shukran. Hal tuhib asafar. Uhib asafar kathirin wa safarit ili balidan kalilin. Wa antum hal tuhib asafar. Wa aina safarit fi atwal rahalatak. Hello everyone and welcome to today's podcast. Just a question of the day. Um, do you like to travel? And where have you traveled the farthest? And where would you like to travel in the future? I've traveled to a few countries, uh, not too many, and I have not, uh, despite having studied Arabic, um, for about five years, I have not traveled to the Middle East yet, um, but I have been invited a few times by uh, peers that I have um, went to school with and work with from uh, various parts of the Middle East. When I was in London, I um, studied Arabic Ud and Darbuka, as well as was exposed to um, different types of Arabic calligraphy, so I had quite a rich um, cultural and linguistic process from different mentors uh, in English-speaking countries, such as America and Britain. When we travel abroad, um, depending on whether or not Arabic is spoken or Arabic is understood, um, because in English-speaking countries where Arabic is studied, such as in America, um, you might encounter either on a business level or a personal level um, the need to understand certain uh, linguistic phrases that are commonly spoken by persons who uh, either um, have Arabic as their first language or they may be um, practitioners of uh, Islamic belief, Islamic faith. So I think it's um, today, as today's podcast, we will go over a few um, devotional phrases that you might hear and understand the root breakdown of those words. Um, so whether or not you are traveling for leisure or you might want to meet someone and have a professional interest to show a term um, of respect, then it is ha uh, helpful to be able to uh, both understand and, you know, uh, communicate these phrases as well. As always, I will um, say, state the Arabic first, followed by the English, and then I will break these words and phrases down so that we have some understanding of how the word is formed. The first is Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah is, you know, as a to say all praise is for God or all praise is to Allah, if you're wanting the literal translation. That breaks down to the article, al Al, which means the, hamd, hamd, which means praise, uh, to offer um, commendation, uh, to uh, 
extol or exude praise and virtue upon uh, the higher power. U is a suffix that um, denotes that the praising portion of the word is the subject of the phrase. So the focus is to place praise upon the higher power or God or Allah. Li, to, uh, for, um, or on account of. You'll see uh, li sometimes prefacing a word to uh, indicate that there's more to come. So uh, when you see that on there, it, it, it often means it's on the account of, it is for, and then what comes next, which is la. Allah, it is um, sometimes condensed to la, so li, li la, li la. So on the account of God or on account of Allah. The next, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Um, Allah is obviously means Allah or God or the one God. U again is the suffix that denotes that God is the subject of this phrase or Allah is the subject of this particular phrase. Akbar means great or to be great in comparison to everything else hierarchically um in rank above all things it can also akbar can be used to denote uh, like an elder or senior ranking in this case we are speaking about god so we say uh, allah is great allah akbar allah akbar um you also might hear it as takbir, takbir, which means to praise or glorify. Next we have estafirullah, estafirullah. Esta is the prefix, um, which means it's a verb which denotes to seek uh, or to ask, the act of asking. Rafir, rafir is a... Um, act of forgiving or to protect from the potential of sinning in the future. And then again is the suffix that means the ghafir is the subject of the phrase. So you have the forgiveness is the focal point. And then again, la, la, which means Allah or God. So Astafir Allah means to seek forgiveness um, from God, to seek protection from committing any future sins. It can be also used if uh, someone um, compliments and you're saying basically, God protect me from um, potentially harming or sinning in the future. And uh, again, it roots to... Um, the rain, the fa, and the ra. Bismillah Rahman Rahim is um, to be broken down uh, to meet in the name of God, who's most beneficent and most compassionate. Um, we give him praise and um, glory for his mercy and his compassion, and we seek guidance. So, uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim means in broken down bi, which is um, the prefix which is with, or it can mean in or through. 
um, smith, smith is to denote uh, a light or an essence. Uh, in this case, la of God. So, so far we have um, in or through the light of God. Ir, ir is, uh, denotes the, like an article. Uh, what you're doing is prefacing not just any God, but the most high God. So um, you have bismi la ir, which means in or through the most um, highest essence of light. Um, we have the God, and then Rahman is the most merciful, the most beneficent. Um, ear again, the, and then ending with Rahim. Rahim, which is the God who shows compassion or compassionate. So altogether, Bismillah, Rahman, and Rahim is in the name of God. We have the most beneficent and most compassionate. We give him glory and honor and praise. And you'll often hear that uh, when they, uh, a native speaker or, you know, in a cultural exchange, they might be praising God and their practice of, of faith or what have you. Inshallah, Inshallah. This is a very common phrase used to mean as God wills or if God wills it. If God makes it so, or if God intends for it to happen. In um, Christian practice, you'll hear, thy will be done, or if it's God's will. So, inshallah, inshallah, breaking it down in, if, sha, wish or want, la, Allah. So, if God wills it so, inshallah. Often this is said for many things. I've heard it for um, exchanges in discussing if God wills for me to marry somebody, if God wills me to have a house, a car, uh, you know, but to go travel a certain place. If God wants me to have a certain job, they will say, Inshallah. La hawla wa la quwata illa billa. La hawla wa la this um, phrase is that there is no power except through Allah, or there's no power except through God. Breaking it down, la is to negate, or which means no, not, um, none. Hawla, um, hawla is to change the act of motion, the act of transformation or power. Wa indicates and. La again is a negation to denote no or not or none, none other than. Um, kuata is strength, power, the intensity of the Almighty, the intensity of the greatness. Ila, but, except. Bih, bih again, we have. Um, the prefix which means with, to, for, or through, and then again, la, Allah. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. It means there is no God or no deity other than Allah. There's no one worthy of worship except for Allah. Breaking it down, la is the negation again, which means no or not, um, neither. 
Ilaha, an object of adoration, um, a god or ultimate deity. Illa, except. Um, Illa breaks down to Illa, or and the literal translation is if not, and then La, which means Allah. It means there is no other god but Allah. Mashallah, Mashallah. This is uh, also said as frequently as Inshallah, but Mashallah means like um, it's usually used to denote beauty of some sort. Like so if someone perceives something, you know, wonderful or beautiful, they'll say Mashallah, Mashallah. It means um, whatever God has intended or that which God has willed, that which Allah has willed, it's often used to say how wonderful the creations of Allah are. Um, it's really just the ultimate compliment to say, you know, someone could look at a photograph or meet someone, say, mashallah, mashallah, or be like very overwhelmed and happy that you had a blessing in your life and then say, mashallah, mashallah. So breaking it down, ma, what, whatever that. It's like a question denotion so whatever sha the wish the want willingness or the intention la of god whatever the intention the ultimate intention of allah is subhanallah 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 is all glory be to god or all glory be to allah and it breaks down to subhan which is glory be Praise be, all glorious be to, la, Allah, and then together, subhanAllah, is holy is God. In um, Christian faith, it is uh, glory be to the Father, glory be to the ultimate one. And finally, ishq Allah mabuddallah. Ishq Allah mabuddallah. Ishq is the word that denotes unconditional love or uh, the ultimate pure love that you would have for divine or something, you know, beyond humanity. Mabud, mabud means the act of being worshipped, being adored, um, the beloved. Um, and it's just basically... A phrase that means that God is the ultimate beloved. Uh, God is the ultimate love, sense of love. And the beloved in this sense is similar to um, what Rumi meant when he used to dance for the beloved. If you like today's podcast of The Armchair uh, Linguist, please drop me a line, like the podcast, or share it with your friends and be sure to stay tuned for more uh, linguistic podcasts on everything from Arabic uh, bite-sized lessons to other linguistic facts. And if there is a particular subject you'd like to learn about within the language field, please drop me a line, leave me a voice note, and I'll be happy to take it into consideration for future podcasts. Again, I really appreciate your listenership, and it's, I hope you all have a lovely day.